and welcome to this week's episode of Dum Dum, Dum Die, Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in the homebrew world of Kalandos, which is my world, my being, me being Carla, your GM. And around the table, I have my amazing players, and they're going to introduce themselves and their characters, starting with Nicole. Hi, my name is Nicole, and I play the character Darby. I'm Winston LeFay, and I play Zantelarian. I feel like we're using surnames now. I'm very confused. I'm Kirsten Stewart and I play Oriel. Wait, now what about me? I'm Nicole Anthony. <laughs> and I am Carla Harris. Well, see, isn't this nice getting to know each other and now all that? Now you can all steal our identities. Oh, wait, wow. a celebrity already did that. <laughs> Stole your identity. <laughs> Carla Harris in America is a very famous, famous um, African-American woman in science. So I'm Her. like... Well, there's only one Nicole Anthony, and I'm just... It. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to find a word there, Carla. Sorry, I, I was trying to assist, but I don't think it... And yeah. Wednesday is a uniqueness all on her own. Yep. Well, thank you. Yeah. Damn straight. Now that we've gone through the genealogy of our names, <laughs> let's get back to the game. Uh, so to recap what happened in last week's episode, if you haven't listened to it, or even if you have, because it's sometimes really funny to hear what the characters thought were the most important bits, but feel free to go back and listen to it. We will wait. Welcome back. And to recap for us is Darby. So previously on Dum Dum Die. Well, speaking of important bits, I mean, you know, we fought the bunnies and oh, no. the bunnies important well bits was well frozen by me because, <laughs> you know, we really needed the, <clears throat> the private areas in order to perform the ritual. I got those bits. You got the crown jewels. I definitely got the crown jewels. And then Oriel decided to cast an illusion of a huge carrot, that's what made the bunnies kind of like go away. That's when I froze the crown jewels. And then, who cast fear of illusion? I think that happened in my wild magic. It was Quacha. Oh, was it Quacha? Oh, yes, Quacha the Chance cast yeah, fear. Yeah, Quacha the Chance casted fear. And um, needless to say, I don't want to be a man. <laughs> Even though I am one. But anyways, getting to the point, we did the ritual for rain and Quaha offered us some some things that kind of looked like bultong. To confirm for non-South African audiences, bultong is beef jerky. Beef so jerky. It's dried, done dried properly. Beef. Okay. Your yeah. beef jerky is not great. No, we it's love not you, good. but it's not great. No, it's not. I did not say that, guys. <laughs> anyways, anyways, um Quahag then gave me Rain's flask. And it was actually quite full. I'm not too sure with what, and I'm a bit too scared to check. But the ritual was performed, and now we're on to our next adventure. Sounds legit. All right, so the ritual has been performed. You guys have started heading out of the forest. What do you do? You come back to the side of the forest where you had seen the sign and you had dropped the sign. What are you? What's Oriel your plan? Oriel stands behind the sign. Uh, in the forest side. Mm-hmm. All right, you do so. Is it because you don't want to turn blue again? I don't know if I'll turn blue again. Don't make fun of me, Dobby. Um, what's <laughs> the temperature like? Uh, the temperature, it's, it's a little humid, but it's pleasant. Pleasant. Okay, good. Because I'm in shorts, basically. <laughs> You're yeah. okay. You're okay. Yeah, okay, I'm good. Hmm. Look at yeah. those sexy legs. All right, so you, car- you start walking towards the town? Yes. 
And yourself, Dobby? Dobby is following from a safe distance behind um, Zantelarian, just checking the legs out. Oh, so 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 it's not a safe distance. distance. Yeah, yeah, you know, like where he can still see, but like not be like creepy. Guys, it's a safe distance for me, okay? It's a safe distance for him, yeah. It's it's the restraining order distance. Um, (laughs) All right, Oreo, what are you doing? Uh, guys, what? guys, I'm I'm not walking with you. Okay, stay behind then. <laughs> and Darby continues And she walking. sighs and she goes, Zant! I turn around and go back to where she's standing. Right. And throw over my shoulder. Oh. And <laughs> walk was towards the town. As soon as you step oh, past God. the, the uh, sign, uh, your skin immediately turns blue again. Can't we stay in the forest? Can we stay here forever? Can I Darby, don't want to be blue. Darby wants to start singing a song. I'm blue. <laughs> Darby is whispering, whispering, whistling a song and singing it to himself as he walks forward. Oreo freezes his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Uh, where are you guys headed? Um, we need to head back to town. We have to pick up that receipt and uh, I probably need some clothes. And we need to pick up the captain and the crew members. Sure. So you guys walk towards town. Um, it's probably, once again, like a five-hour walk. Anything you want to do in the interim? Pout. Cool. Oriole is pouting. Zant? A little bit of flexing here and there. Flexing in his shorts. Short flexing. Oh, yes. And <laughs> Dobby? Buns mm-hmm. flexing. <laughs> cool. Now that we know <laughs> what everyone is doing. You approach back to um, back to the town. The harbor is as busy as it was on the first day of your arrival. Once again, you notice that they're mostly elves and uh, quite beautiful elves or half-elves. Uh, there's a couple of humans thrown in there, but it's very few. You approach the big gates. They are closed. What do you do? Shout up for Toriel. Toriel! Lucio! What? Toriel's brother! A head peeks out of the, the guard tower and looks at you and then goes back inside. And then you start hearing the, the grinding motions of the, the gates beginning to open. Thank you! And then you can all hear the sounds of running down down a staircase. <laughs> Go on. Here he comes. Uh, what do you guys do? Are you stepping in? Oriel uh, taps Zantadarian to put it down. Okay, I drop it. Cool. She falls flat on the floor. Awesome. Darby Base walks first. in. As you get in, Darby, you, you see a panting, panting Toriel, and he's like, <sighs> you came back? Welcome? <sighs> what happened? Tell me everything. <sighs> I'm still blue, and I got beaten up by bunnies. Uh, Oriel says that she's lying face down and he's like literally she doesn't even look up she's just like talking to the ground okay and you what happened to you you said it would be your day off soon so how's about we hit the brothel so I can take a bath or something get some clothes oh yeah you know where where did your clothes go did you lose your clothes did they steal your clothes did Quacha take your clothes what did he do with your clothes you why did that happen to you and why are you lying on the floor were you blue yes you were always blue I nearely forgot but I remembered and then also question Darby why are you like she just shut. goes like shh roll your attack again not looking up she just like raises a hand of like silence <laughs> nine no that doesn't work he sees you yeah. and he's like oh, yeah. what's that mean for me what's that 
did you try and attack me? No, you didn't, because it obviously very clearly missed. So who's it for? And he looks around and he's looking like who you were trying to attack. Oh and he and he sees um in the back, it's frozen a, at the top of one of the like shanty tents. And he looks at the, and the owner of the shanty tent looks quite aggrieved. It's also another like quarter elf male. And he, he looks at you and Toriel looks at him and he says, you probably deserved it. I see you here every day and you don't do anything. So, uh, you know, you're not very interesting to watch. So that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> and then the you man just, you're boring. the man just uh, shakes, nods his head and sort of hovels back into his into his shanty tent. Tell me everything. Okay. How's about <gasps> and he's before, getting very excited. Before I tell you anything and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. How's yeah. about uh-huh. you take us to get some clothes uh-huh. and some food. Uh-huh. And then we will share everything with you. <gasps> okay. <laughs> so so he shouts up and he's like Lukeel I'm going on my break and uh, Lukeel shouts down no way we don't have breaks and he's like yeah we do I take breaks all the time and he's like because you're shit at your job <laughs> and he's like well I'm taking a break bye <laughs> and then you hear uh, uh, Lukeel uh, like swearing in, in Elvish as he closes the, the gate behind you guys assuming Oriel gets up off the floor he waits until Oriel gets up off the floor yeah she does and dusts herself off. As soon as Oriel gets in, the gates start closing. Toriel looks at you and he's like, are the clothes for you? I, mean, I assume they're for you. How much money do you have? Because that depends where we go. But also you need, uh, um, what do you call it? Approval to get into the second ring. But I can get you into the second ring. So we could buy clothes there. Do you want to buy clothes in this ring or in the second ring? Second ring, please. Oh, because I was going to say, because if you want to buy clothes in this ring, that's what you'll get. And he points at a person <laughs> who's in like shabby, chic, hobo clothes. So a bohemian. Yeah, but more instead of boho, it's bohobo. Okay. <laughs> second ring, please. Second ring. Okay. All right. So follow me, and he walks uh, forward towards the the second ring's wall, and then slightly at an angle to the right, he walks around the ring, and you eventually come to another gate. As you as you pass, you see all the shanty towns, and it all pretty much looks like how it looked when you left. At the second gate, this gate's doors are of a finer artwork. So they actually have a bit of artwork on it. And on the on the gate's walls is um, a picture of a wispy woman and a picture of the four seasons. So a representative picture of the four seasons and in the center is a wispy woman. And he he knocks on, on the gate and you can see that in the winter portion, a small door is there and another half elf opens. And it's a woman and she says, oh, what is it, Toriel? He's like, so, so these people are new. She's blue. She, he's a he's a half orc, and 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 look, he's, he's a half elf, and and they need clothes. Well, not all of them. I don't know. Do you guys want clothes? He definitely wants clothes. I don't know if they need clothes, but probably, probably, you know. And he starts looking, and he's like, and he starts to go for your material to touch it, and he's like, I don't think she he needs clothes. His material's quite cool, but. I don't know about you. Although maybe it's the blue that's throwing me off because your cloak is also blue, so I'm very... <laughs> and then she, the woman, like, grabs his face and he's like... <laughs> and she's like, what do you want? Let me... How can I help you? She says as she looks at, at the three of you. Do you know anyone <laughs> who can... In the background. <laughs> Shh. Do you know anyone who can undo the blue 
undo the blue. It's magic. Oh, so you're I not supposed to look like that. No, no, no. Oh, okay, because I didn't want to ask. Do you want to know how she's supposed to look? And then Darby casts that illusion spell. Minor illusion. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I would very much like to be unblued. Uh, maybe in the first ring. I'm. I'm not sure. Most most of our spellcasters and anyone of real talent sort of lives there, works there. Oh, so you guys are talentless. Darby, she lifts her rude. hand off of Toriel's face and she says. Just because I guard the second ring does not mean I don't live in the first ring. And you can see as she removes her hand, she manages to move her surcoat. So she's wearing a surcoat over very clearly, like really finely made armor. Her surcoat manages to lift enough that she flashes four very stunning, like razor thin stiletto daggers at you. Is that supposed to impress me? And she's Darby, uh, we want to get into the... Please ignore him. He's, he's having a lot of issues. It's just a question. I'm going to try and use my charm. No, all right. As you do when you're, like, not wearing anything. <laughs> yeah. My lady, we require access to the second ring because we have business with the Lady Starla. And as you can see... I'm currently in no state to meet with a lady of her standing. Uh, roll roll your uh, charisma for me, and then you can have an advantage because you are topless. Hmm. 16. Perfect. She continues looking at Darby. Uh, all right. Uh, are you the three of you together? Yes. And then Toria goes, and me, and me. I'm also with them. I'm on a break. And she looks at him, and she just shakes her head. <laughs> the three of you are together. Yes, that's yes, correct. Yes. And Toriel is acting as our guide. Well, I think that's maybe punishment enough for you. And she looks at Darby and then she's like, all right, step through. And she just moves back into the doorway. So there's space, but you have to sort of shimmy past her. And you can see she's not going to move. She's trying to make it as uncomfortable for you going past as she can. I'm definitely not uncomfortable. Well, she's trying to make it uncomfortable for everyone else. Well, for you, she seems to enjoy it. For everyone else, she enjoys it for the fact that they're they're going through quite awkwardly. Because, Darby, you have to bend, and it's it's a bit of a squash for you to go through. So Toriel goes through, and he's like, I mean, you could have moved. And she looks at him, and he's like... Mm-hmm. And he walks past. Toriel <laughs> goes... Mm-hmm. So she mimes past, like, <laughs> in a box. Cool. Yeah, Darby goes through. Darby goes through. Yeah, when I go through, I'm going to wink at her on the way past. She she seems stoic, but uh, a piece of her, the side of her mouth smirks a little bit. And then she shuts the gate. And you hear as soon as she shuts the, the door that's within the gate, there's a very faint sound of mechanisms interlocking. As you step through into the second ring, you see that there's a lot more distance from the wall to the next wall. The next wall is probably, if you walked from this gate to the, get to the next wall it would probably take you 40 minutes to get there so it's it's vast you can see the wall in the distance and in between are houses that and houses and shops that are quite well built they look almost like a village town so a town you would have passed in your adventures in on the other in the other places and there's some signage uh people seem relatively well off their clothing is well made of a very strange fashion in that it appears to be inspired by the season. So they appear to be wearing clothes that have suns emblazoned on them and all the things that speak of summer. So flowers that bloom in the summer and you see some symbols of flowers you don't know. 
and a lot of oranges and yellows and reds is the color scheme. Toriel says, all right, so we're going for clothes. Clothes, right? Clothes, clothes, clothes. No, no. Yes, yes, no. Can we eat first? I'm really hungry. Oriel cuts off a piece of ham and like shoves it in his mouth. Thanks. You <laughs> eat it. <laughs> you eat it. And he's, uh, Toriel looks at you and he's like, haven't you had that ham a long time? I mean, you had it the other day her and face, it's been two days. Her face drops and her eyes get last? very wide. And she's like, this is godly ham. Does that mean, ooh, can I have a taste? I would love to taste godly ham. I've and never had like, godly ham before. I would love to too. taste godly and ham. And she also shoves it in his mouth. She's like, ooh, Tastes like ham. And then he carries on walking. He's like, all right, follow me. So we're going for clothes. Clothes, 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 clothes. Yes, yes. yes. Good, good. And he's walking at quite a brisk pace. And he probably walks uh, one quarter around the ring where he he stops in front of a two-story building that has a fine placard outside, which shows the four seasons, picture of the four seasons and a thread, a needle. He says, right, we're going to go in, but... You know, everyone must look really classy. And you, uh, he points to Dobby, he says, maybe you should hide uh, uh, the, your material's very nice. Why, thank you. Yeah, but because it's so nice, they're going to charge you lots more when you go inside because they're going to think you're very rich. I mean, if we look at these two and he looks at Dobby and Santalera and he's like, they might have pity on him. I mean, he's not even wearing a shirt. But you, if you wear that, they're going to be like, yeah, we should charge them lots and lots of money. So... Maybe you should, you know, I don't know what you're wearing underneath that. And he goes like he's gonna look and lift the <laughs> lift the material. Dobby, don't why don't you just me. pretend that you don't know us? Are you gonna buy me clothes? Not that I need clothes. I mean, I am pretty no, fabulous. You're wearing both the material. I'm pretty sure you're of all people. Why don't you find something to eat while the others, meaning us, that we get the clothes while you eat make the eat things. But Darby just wants to go eat now, so he's going to leave you guys. All right. Um, <laughs> bye. So you're going to get food. Okay. If you're going to get food, you go, um, well, well, what kind of food do you like? I mean, we have quite a variety, but basically the easiest and cheapest food you can get is if you just go, okay, we're standing here. Do you have an all-you-can-eat buffet? All-you-can-eat like eat everything. Uh, no, like no, really, I do, really under- I do understand like eat it that all. and maybe this and maybe some of that and like, you know, just eat everything. Um, and maybe we could just eat like a whole bunch of things. Okay. And then also drink things. You know, like you're very lots, annoying lots when you talk very fast and you don't give really? people a chance to talk. So I'll tell you what you do. You go left here. If Okay. You stand with the clothing shop to your back. You go left and you go, go, go. And you stop when you see a silver spoon on the placard. And usually there's um one or two people standing outside uh, what time of day yeah there'll be two people standing outside because there will be a line so you'll have to wait a little bit but go left stop at the silver spoon got it got it okay bye 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 and he's watching you as you go and he's like bye and he's waving bye and Dobby's Dobby's just gonna shake his head and laugh and then walk all right uh the two of you what are you doing walking into the clothing store walking into the clothing follow He's like, I'm going to come with you. And he walks in with you. Um, Dobby, we'll come back to you in a moment. All right. As you step into the clothing Split store. Split in the party. Split in the party in a town you don't know. Best ideas. To get uh, food and clothing. Um, as you walk into the, into the shop, there's a, a counter. And sitting behind the counter is quite an old elf uh, with wearing glasses. And they appear to be bedecked in also... Uh, orange top and an orange pants as well as orange uh, leather boots and they have an emblazoned sun right across the chest and 
around the room is wads of material, uh, stacks of material, uh, all in sort of sunset hues. And hanging on the side are some trousers and some blouses and some dresses, but also all in sunset colors. The elf raises his eyebrow and he looks at the two of you and he says, I can see why one of you is here. <laughs> but you, my darling, I think the, 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 this season's color scheme will contrast, unfortunately, with your I'm outfit. Not actually blue, okay? Oh, so this is not your normal... So this is a, that was a choice. No, that wasn't hmm. a choice. It was an accident. And I want to undo it. Oh, no. I think that's very good. It just doesn't go with your hair. Weirdly, the fact that your, your hair is also blue, one would think that it would match, but it doesn't. It really doesn't. I'm so glad that you realize it's a mistake. Uh, Therese says, uh, so they're here to buy some clothes. Him, mostly. I don't know if she wants to buy some clothes, but yeah, we need to dress him because we're going to the first ring. Oh, a first ring. All right. What do you want? Then he looks at you, Zantelarian. Yeah, Zant. What do you want? Good quality leather trousers. Perfect. A blouse. Perfect. And if you can direct me to somewhere where I can get some leather armor, that would be fantastic. Ah, leather armor. Well, I, I do supply all the, all the clothing. And armor is, what is it but sturdy, sturdy clothing. So I can also give that to you. Oh, excellent. Um, and a cloak. And a cloak. Oh, we have the finest cloaks. And he points to on on one of the rails. There are quite a lot of cloaks, but they're ranging from a mild yellow to a deep wine red. Darby, control with sun, yourself. With suns emblazoned on the backs of them. You're not here. <laughs> I don't suppose you have something in a darker shade. Of red, yes, of course. Maybe without the detail. You don't want the sun. It's like this. A lot of my business takes me into sort of darker regions and I would like to be able to blend in. Oh, but you see, you will blend in in this finest of clothing. Her, however, the blue is, that's not for another... I want a yellow That's cloak. not for another two seasons. Possibly in two seasons, she would be... I still want a yellow cloak. Oh, of course, we can do that for you. It will clash though. I, I'm I'm just saying. So he goes around and he looks at the racks and he walks around you, Zantelarian, and he takes out a measuring tape and he measures the side of your leg. And he's like, oh, okay, um, I actually do have something. that." And he goes into the back and he comes out carrying like four different pairs of uh, leather trousers, all in various shades of... Um, of sunset. One is like a deep, deep red, which at night you think might look like black. Um, and then the same with the black, like the shirts he brings out about eight of those. There are two that are in deep, deep burgundy. And then he brings out a burgundy cloak, like a wine red cloak mm. that has no sun on it. And he's like, I hadn't, haven't actually finished with this one. So I, I suppose you can take it. And the, the trousers and the shirts also don't have um, any pictures on them. And then he comes back and he says, the armor you might have to uh, return tomorrow. What do you mean? For me to make it so that it fits you. Oh, oh, excellent. You might have to return tomorrow. I'll take your measurements then now, shall I? So oh, as, yes, you, as you're yep. looking at the things on the counter, he's measuring around you. Uh, Toriel is just looking everywhere and he's, and he's surreptitiously trying to like touch all the material and feel what <laughs> it feels like. And every now and then the 
elven man looks at him and raises an eyebrow and he stops touching and he just stands there and the old elven man points to you Oriel, and he points to the cloak section and he's like well go look and she's like okay and then she like walks into the rack of cloaks and disappears you do so in your imagination, but considering the fact that you are blue and the shop isn't huge and the rack's not huge, there's some blue feet and okay. blue <laughs> clothing sticking out from under under the racks. And uh, all the all the clothing is made of uh, quite sturdy and it's like average to good quality clothing. Darby, what are you doing? So you left the party. Mm-hmm. Tor- uh, Toriel was like, boy, boy. Yeah, so Darby's just going to walk and look for that spoon place. Uh, you walk, uh, roll perception for me. Just don't get a one. 18. You walk and you f- find the silver spoon place. You see um, there is quite a large uh, door opening into the this um, single story place. However, it's quite large. And there appear to be two people waiting outside, but they don't seem to be waiting in a line. They just appear to be generally waiting. What do you do? So Darby's going to walk inside. As you walk inside, you see that there is a large table bedecked with various uh, kinds of food. There's meat, there's vegetables, there's desserts, there's pies. And you see a waiter standing uh, near the table holding wooden boards. And he says, ah, are you here for for today? Yes, for the all-you-can-eat buffet for today. (laughs) See what I did there? And, and he looks at you. Okay. That'll be... And he looks at you. When, when did you last eat? About five minutes ago. All right. Uh, one gold piece. One gold piece. Yes. That seems like an awful lot, don't you think? You seem like an awfully large man. I'm actually a woman disguised as a man. Can't you hear my high-pitched voice? I apologize. You seem like a very large... Are you trying to call me fat? No, you are not fat. Did you just call me fat? And now Darby's making a scene. He's like, this man just called me fat. (laughs) And then you see see, um, some of the, you see the patrons and they're mostly humans. There's like actually no half elves or elves in this establishment. They all look at you and while they're stuffing their faces and they're like, and then they carry on looking down at their plates. I just, I can't believe you called me fat. I'm definitely not paying one gold piece for you to call me fat. Well, you're paying the one gold piece to eat. The the fat thing you you made up. Fine. And Darby goes and he starts eating almost every... Wait, first he gives him the gold piece. He takes it, he gives you a board. He takes the board and he puts... Lich, he stacks it up high. Because that small piece of ham that he ate five minutes ago didn't do anything for him. All right, you, you stack it. It was a Vladislavian piece of ham. You should be grateful. Yeah. Totally you, am. You pile, you pile your plate, uh, your board quite full. There's a couple of tables. Uh, it appears people are sitting just sort of anywhere. Uh, so you can sit. Yeah, so Darby is going to sit at the table closest to the big table. And he's going to sit, he's going to eat, and he's just going to take from the other table and keep and reach across. Okay, there are people sitting there. You'd have to ask one of them to move. Okay, he won't do that. He's just, he's You'll sit as close as possible. As close as possible, okay. yes. You you find a seat and people are looking at you with wide eyes at your stacked plate. Uh, please roll for me. Constitution. Three. Your intention was to eat a lot, 
But you realize as you get through your first pile that, you know, it's, it's very rich and you are quite full. That's fine. Darby has your pile was bigger than anyone else's plate, though. So there is that. Yeah. So since Darby's paid for the food, he's just gonna put everything in his satchel. Um, as you start to put things in your satchel, but he's gonna do it so no one can see. Okay, roll stealth for me. Seven. (laughs) You think you're being super super stealthy as you start taking some of like the pies and trying to put it into your satchel. The material is now in your satchel, right? No, the the material's on me. Both the materials are on me. Okay, you didn't put it. Yeah. So as you go to put it into your satchel, you realize it's you keep putting it in and you realize that no um your satchel isn't getting fuller and then you turn around and see that every time you thought you were putting it into your satchel because you weren't looking because you were trying to act casual, you were actually putting it into the waiter's hand and he was putting it back onto a board. And he's like, I think you've had enough. What else is left on Darby's plate, on his board? Uh, you've pretty much eaten half, like three quarters of it and the other you were trying to put. So, so there's nothing left. There's maybe like two pieces of food. Darby's going to take these two pieces in his hand and he's going to be like, these are for my friends. And he's going to walk out. But now I have three friends. So he's going to take one from the waiter's hand and then he's going to walk out. The waiter's going to just smile at you and then go and put the food back on the table. As you leave. All right. You step out. What are you going to do? I'm going to go. I'm just going to walk around casually, but I'm going to walk back to the store that Santa and Oriel are at. But it's going to be a very casual walk. Like I want to still see what's around. All right. Um, As you head back, there's a lot of the normal shops, although all the shops seem to be themed um, according to the season. So they, you know, they all have summer emblazoned on their logo or they um, try and put a lot of oranges and yellows and reds in there. And a lot of them are actually looking at your material, the especially the one, uh, the gold piece, quite quite um, enviously. And they're they're staring at you when the, when you pass them. Uh, but you get back to the tailors. Darby's going to. He's going to be like Oriel. Oriel, like he's going to pop his head in. You see the the tailor. Um, by this time. You guys would have chosen what you want? Yes. Burgundy and the shirt in like a dusty gold, if possible. Yes, there there is one. And uh, cloak? Cloak burgundy as well. Okay. The the hot old elf says to you, uh, well, those three items and uh, leather armor. What color would you like the armor? Can you just do it in a standard, like a brown? (gasps) I can. I don't want to, but I can. Or green. Can you do green? <sighs> Brown would be better. <sighs> Does Darby hear this conversation? No, so this would have still been happening okay. while you're eating. Brown would be better than green. You do realize that it's armor, right? Yes. If you died in this armor, not that you would because it's very strong, but if you did die, surely you would want to look good. Well, yes. So then? Oh, and also a belt. That I can attach my knives to. Ah, and then he, he says, may I see them? And then he starts measuring the, the hilts. And he says, and for you, miss, he shouts towards the, the cloak rack. <laughs> it doesn't go with my other things. And then you uh, roll perception for me. Twelve. 
you vaguely hear something like, of course it doesn't. Nothing goes with that color of your skin. Besides this, and then you and hear Toriel snickering. She casts minor illusion. She's like, "This is what I actually look like." You peep out of the out of the cloaks. Yes, and he's like, "Oh, that's much better." Can you please just? <sighs> I would like some armor to go with this cloak, please. To go with your blue cloak? No, with the yellow cloak. And she walks out, and like the cloaks are already attached to her. Oh, and he's like, "Okay, um." I can I can do one in 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 the exact same shade for you. Would are you happy with that? Isn't that a bit too much yellow? No 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 no. Wouldn't it be better if it was like an orange with like a blue shirt and some cool pants? Are you also buying pants and a shirt? I don't know. He keeps lobbing me over his shoulder, and maybe it's better if I have pants. He looks at the both of you, and he's like, "I could make you matching." If, if that's Please if don't. Couple, no, no, no. I could make no, it match. No, no, for you. no, no. I want orange and yellow and blue, please. And we I want it to look fabulous. I, I don't have blue currently. However, orange and well, yellow. Well, I have a blue cloak. I can swap out. You want to swap the cloak? Well, I want the yellow cloak now, but I can swap it to a blue cloak later if I, would, if I need to be. Okay, she, like, all right. She like puts <laughs> cloaks in front of her, like stealthy. He, he goes and fetches a... Pants and blouses that he thinks will fit you. And then he also begins to measure you. At which point you would have come leaned in as you see a old elven man wrapping a measuring tape around Oriel in various places. Dobby! Oriel, come here. I'm kind of busy. And she like points to the measuring tape around her waist. Come here quickly. It's important. And so Oriel goes, you know we can all hear you. I'm just saying. Please can I also have a cloak? What color? The the uh, tailor leans back. Oh God, I haven't paid yet. Um, could it be? What would go with this? And he just steps out. Oh God! Uh, in the material, he's like, <gasps> it's know? not real. It's fake. I bought it in the first circle. Roll a deception for me. <laughs> with a disadvantage. Yeah, with a disadvantage, because this man lives here. 15. Roll again, and then you take the lowest roll. Please let me get higher. 14. Sure you did. Look, if you don't believe me, you can just feel it. It feels cheap. He's like, I would love to feel it. And he walks across, and as he touches it, he's like, and he steps back. He's like, I will give you your entire purchase, all of their purchases for that material. Oh, please, darling. Are you going to make me a cloak? Or do I have to find someone else to do it? No. I'll tell you what. I'll make you a cloak. You can have your whole outfit. He points to Zantelarian. And he's like, she can have a whole outfit. I will make you a whole outfit. I will make everyone's armor if you give me that material. I said no. Okay. So in Elven, I'm just going to say, so that he can hear it, I'm going to say, you don't want that material. It's cursed. And, and then in Elvis, he, he replies to you, uh, why not? That is magical material. <gasps> and the reason that he is wearing it, <laughs> the reason that he is wearing it is because should any other person wear it, they will bring back Tamayel. Who is Tamayel? Hmm. Rude. I'm pretty sure the name... Whether it's in Elvish would still sound the same, right? It would, because it is a name. So it you would, would hear Tamayel. Yeah. Mm. Santillarian, shut up, will you? Because now Darby knows what he's telling him. 
can we just move on from the material? I'm happy to pay. I have 48 gold. We will pay for our our stuff. All right. Uh, he looks at you and he goes behind the counter, takes out a scroll and, mm-hmm. and starts writing and doing some numbers. Uh, and uh, Toriel is sitting in the back and he is holding his head in his hands and he's like, going to pay so much. <laughs> he whispers. Um, the gentleman- But then Oriel goes, she's like, but that's everything I have in and- the whole world. And then that gives him like the biggest puppy eyes. Uh, roll persuasion for me. Looks like a Bluetoothless from How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> roll persuasion for me. I'm going to use Tides of Chaos, which is my feature to re-roll that terrible roll. Why do I even bother with life? <laughs> what, what is it? For persuasion? Yeah. Seven. And that's because I rolled a two. He looks at you and he says, I feel that it's very unfortunate what has happened. And he sort of waves his hand on you, uh, like around your face. So he says, so for you, the... Armor, the cloak, the pants, the shirt, um, nine gold for you. Okay. And then he says, come back tomorrow for your armor. And then he looks at you, Zantelarian, and he says, yours will cost 13. This better be the best armor I've ever worn in my life. It will be the most beautiful armor you've ever worn in your life. If you swear that it is top quality, then sure. Oh, no, it is indeed. Uh, all right, so he hands you, the, he hands both of you the, your apostle. So mm-hmm. he ties it up in brown paper and wraps it with a ribbon, and he hands you whatever you can take today. So the cloaks, yeah, the pants, the shirts, and then he looks across at you, Darby, and he says, "Are we going to get a cloak?" That depends. How much are you going to charge me? You eight gold pieces for the cloak. For the cloak alone? Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Since we are going to the third ring, I can't be using such cheaply made things anyway. You realize the third ring is the poor ring? Yes. No, no, no. that's a cheap I mean ring. the first ring. <laughs> the first ring, sorry. Ooh. All right. You well, can borrow my blue cloak. And she's already like fastening her yellow one. Thank you, Oriel. And Darby puts it on. It, it appears to clash quite badly, but... You, Darby, you're wearing it. Darby, Darby only just wanted to cover it so people wouldn't like judge him based on it. Oh, so you're trying to cover the material? I, I'm just trying to cover the material. So I, that was the only reason I needed a cloak to okay. begin with. So, all right. So that happens. Uh, Toriel says, Thank you so much. Can, can we go? You yes, done? we can. Done? Yes, done? Good, yes. good. And then Archie step into the second ring. He's like, And then she grabs Toriel by the collar of a shirt. And she's mm-hmm. like, I need to not be blue. Anymore. Take me to the man who will make me not blue anymore. Yeah, yeah, but it's in the first ring. So you need permission to go to the first ring. And a boss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, And a boss. And weren't you looking for your friends? They at the brothel. Yes. Uh, Yes. Surely you should be able to bath at the brothel, right? Well, I mean, someone baths there, so that's pretty good. I mean, it is second. This is not third tier brothel. Okay. Okay. Excellent. People wave. All right, off we go. And he starts walking to the right this time, so away from the silver spoon. As you pass, it's getting to be about uh, late afternoon and some candles are lighting and uh, people are carrying some lamps with them, lanterns. Um, And as you pass the couple of houses and a couple of shops, uh, is anyone doing anything? Darby's going to give them the food that he kept for all three of them. Thanks, Darby, and she eats it. Uh, I give mine to Oriel. Uh, and she eats it. Toriel eats it and he's like, oh, thank you. That's very kind. Did you get this from the silver spoon? I did. 
Oh, how much did they charge you? A gold piece. <laughs> okay. And he carries on walking. Uh, and eventually you get to another two-story building. And outside um, on the store signage is the Four Seasons. Um, but Is each- it the Four Seasons brothel? <laughs> uh, is the Four Seasons. And in the center is uh, what appears to be a, f- a, a flower. Do I recognize the flower? I mean, the flower looks like something you might have seen. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> sexual flower. It's a sexual flower. It, it looks vaguely like something you might have seen. It's just like very obvious. Guys. I'm going to walk in. needs to be original. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, this is the tulip. Uh, oh. I'm going to walk in. All right. Like, I've just arrived home, man. Uh, you step in and in the the uh, building it's got a very large open space that's like quite like a tavern there's a a bar counter there's a giant fireplace there's some uh, tables and chairs and then you can see there's a staircase leading up to what you assume are rooms and there's also a room in the back in amongst them there are very 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 beautiful um half elves who you think are working there and then there's a mixture of uh, half elves and humans Sitting and of all genders. Are there any hot guys? Oh no, there re- there are some really really good looking uh, half elven men. Mm. Uh, you don't see in a quick scan. You don't see anyone from your boat currently. Oh, that's fun. All right. Um, okay. I want to find. And there's some music playing, and people are generally having quite a good time. I want to find a very pretty half elven girl. All right, you do so quite easily. Mm. And ask her to take me up to the bars. She says, well, for that you'd have to pay. But of course we can do that for you. Isn't that the whole point? Oh. And I wink at her. <laughs> and she winks back at you. She's like, oh, that would be delightful. So um, here that would be uh, just a bath or, or anything? Well, that depends on you. Well, it depends on what you're willing to pay for. Because, I mean, of course, we can satiate any need here. Not necessarily a need. My basic need is to be clean. Oh. Oh, oh I, okay. I see. All right. Um, so for, for just the bath, the four silver. And the company? Oh, no, no. Company is included, but doing anything is not. I just will sort of watch you. <laughs> Well, that's kind of boring. Oriel scoffs and is like, weird. In any case, I hand her a gold piece and like, so come, let's go. All right. Okay. And then she starts taking you off upstairs. Toriel looks around and he's like, this is a bit rich for my blood. So I'm just going to sit here. You know what would be really, really great is if one of you bought me a drink. I would really appreciate it considering I'll I did buy you a drink. Oh, thank you so much, Blue. All right. And he says, <laughs> Oh, and, she, and then she looks at the she's like, I want a bath alone. And he's like, oh, no, oh, no, I don't work here. I was never going to bath with you. I mean, no, no, uh, no, no. Not she looks at like employee. She looks at the employee. She's like, I want to bath alone. Uh, well, Blue, so, I'm sure no one wants to bath with you anyways. <laughs> Stop calling me Blue. But you are Blue. I mean, it is a descriptor. Like, um, I would call him and he looks at Darby and he's she like. She freezes his lips. Uh, roll your attack. Angry. Check. <laughs> 18. He's like, well, I would call you... 
And then he and he looks at you and he and he mimes like drinking and he mimes his mouth like how's he and going she to drink? like shrugs and then like walks toward the bath. Uh, so he like sort of puts his mouth in in the drink <laughs> to try and like melt the ice off with his drink. So he's holding the mug up around his mouth. Close by a uh, person of uh, monetary persuasion comes up to you. It it is a female, and she mm-hmm. says, um, "I can take you up to a bath. Uh, it will be for silver." Thank you. All right, but can it be alone? I, mm-hmm. I don't um, need. I shall wait outside. Thank you. And then she takes you up the stairs. Darby, what do you do? Darby also wants to have a bath. And he says, I also need one alone. All right, I'll take you upstairs uh, for silver. And they take you upstairs to the bars. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you, as always, for making it such fun, you guys. A big thank you to Tristan and Wednesday, who always sound engineer and make the podcast work properly. We appreciate you immensely. And to Veed, whose music graces our podcast every week. And thank you to you for listening. Please remember to share it with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps and also on the ones you don't like. Just rate and review us everywhere. And if you'd like to get hold of us, you can find us on the social medias as Dum Dum Die, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E. Or you can mail us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. And remember, have a most amazing week filled with adventure.